0: Welcome to Multimillionaire Secrets in 30 Minutes. Today's guest is Dan Rose, who you may know his former company, Six Pack Shortcut Abs. It was a YouTube sensation, which he built up with a partner into the tens of millions of dollars of revenue with significant profit before selling the business. Dan's going to explain all you need to know about how to make money on YouTube, direct response marketing, and how to position your product or service. Also some great information and tricks on how to start a business for very little money. I've known Dan for a very long time. He is the real deal. He is quite successful and he has made a lot of businesses from absolutely nothing. Dan, how old are you now and how old were you when you made your first million? I'm 34 now. How old was I when I made my first million?
1: Uh, you mean like a million in cash or like, like a business that had a million dollars in assets? Uh, it's, it's a little bit different, but I would say I a mean, million in cash. When you business.
0: personally became a millionaire, we don't care about the gross of the business, just when you personally were like, wow, now I am a millionaire, finally. Uh, when I had a million dollars in personal net worth, I believe I was 31.
1: So yeah, a few years ago, but it's pretty recent that I had a million in personal net worth. Most of the time, uh, the assets stayed within the company.
0: What do you think are the biggest skills that led you to make that money? What did you do? Uh, So... I think there, there were a few different things.
1: Uh, the, the most important thing was um, in the beginning of our business, we, we tried a bunch of different platforms. We tried advertising on Facebook and Google search and a bunch of different things. Uh, nothing really took off except for this video that we uploaded to YouTube. Um, we had this kind of like crappy workout video of my business partner back at the time working on shirtless. I got like 10,000 views um, and we started getting a few sales from it and we kind of saw the, the potential of that. We saw how YouTube was going to be the future of marketing. So we went all in on YouTube we basically devoted the next 10 years to mastering YouTube marketing and if I have to put it down to one thing that, that was really the driver of my wealth um, with YouTube we were able to get a large amount of customers and build a successful business uh, of course there are other things we did as well but YouTube was really the main driver of everything
0: do you think that someone listening could also build a very profitable YouTube business themselves
1: Um, Yes, I think so. I mean, um, obviously, not everybody's going to do it. But I think if somebody dedicates themselves and uh, takes the time to educate themselves with podcasts like this and other resources, I I think they can do it. Um, What I think that people shouldn't do is just go on YouTube and be like everybody else does um, to say, I'm going to do it only organically. Like, I'm just going to post content. I'm going to be commenting on people's pages. I'm not going to spend any money, but I'm just going to try to make money without spending any. Um, in In my opinion, that's not the best way. Way to go. I think the best way to market on YouTube is to post some free content, uh, but to mainly drive customers through advertising. Um, it's true that advertising can lose you money if you don't know what you're doing, but um, from from my own experience and from the experience of people that I'm working with, if you do know what you're doing, then you can make your money back pretty fast. Even if you're just making a small investment initially, then you can scale that up pretty rapidly. Um, as I'm sure you know, Josh, that these things can scale pretty fast and then um, they could be um, it could, be, it could be making your money back much faster than you
0: think. So let's talk about the small amount of capital someone needs to actually invest in this business. And people get very scared when they hear about needing to spend money on advertising. So can you walk them through how big your company was at its peak as far as the sales? And when you started advertising, how little money you could use to test for advertising so that someone scared about, hey, spending money has the confidence to know that it's something that can be done. Yeah, yeah,
1: sure thing. Um, Just in terms of the the exact revenue numbers of the peak, um, under the terms of the asset sale agreement for the company, I can't disclose the exact numbers, but I can kind of give you a ballpark. Um, With our company, at the peak of it, we had about 100 employees. There were about 5 million subscribers on YouTube, um, and there were uh, many, many customers. So it it was a big company by the height of it, Um, a really large organization. When we first started though, it, it wasn't like that. It was basically just me and a couple of friends in our apartment with our laptop. Uh, you would have laughed Josh if you saw how crappy this apartment was. It was kind of an adult fraternity house. Um, uh, my business partner, Mike Chang at the time, his, his girlfriend broke up with him who was paying for his apartment. So he was crashing on an air mattress in our spare bedroom. Uh, that was also our office. It was It was disgusting, disgusting conditions. Um, and we didn't have very much money. Uh, back at that time, um, I, I did have a little bit of savings, but not hardly hardly any and not really enough to finance a scaled ad campaign. Um, this is something that I've talked about a few different times, but basically what we did is we, we um, established that our campaigns could make a small scale profit. Um, and once we hit that point, then I... I Finance the ad campaigns and scale things up through putting it on my credit card, Uh, and people people kind of shit on that. People are like, "Oh, you know, if you're broke, you're putting it on your credit card. That's a terrible move." And I would say it is normally in most situations you should you should never finance a business on your credit card. But even if you're totally broke, if you could get an ad campaign working on a small scale, in in that case, I think you should put it on your credit card. It's realistic to make that money back in 30 days. And even if you have no money at all, you can you can get started and scale up pretty fast.
0: So how little money are we talking about for an advertising test and when people are wondering what you mean by advertising on YouTube, can you just explain what your business, how it made money, what the ads were for, and what kind of return you needed to make?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So, um my last company was uh, Six Pack Shortcuts. We later changed the name to sixpackabs.com. In, in the beginning of the company, our only product was a course teaching men how to get six-pack abs. Um, in the beginning, it was all digital. We we started with that course, and then we added on a few other exercise courses and diet courses as upsells. Later on in the life of the business, we added supplements to the mix, and then we would upsell supplements. And After that, we added in phone sales as well. Um, so. The, the ROI that we were going for, um, in the beginning, what we would do is we would basically try to spend as much as we could on advertising uh, while breaking even on the front end. And, and the reason why we could do that and be confident spending that aggressively from day one was that we had a force continuity program set up. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar with what force continuity is, it's basically a way of uh, setting up a membership where people are opted to your monthly membership by default. Um, I think this is a really great business model for a couple of reasons. For you as a business owner, it's really great to get monthly revenue deposited in your bank account month after month and to have that uh, reliability of that stream of income. It's a little bit easier to ask a customer for a monthly payment of, say, $67 than an upfront payment of, say, $200. uh, But we found that usually you're going to make about the same with those two offers. Um, And the other part is, I I do know a lot of customers, um, they kind of have an unrealistic expectation going in. Uh, For example, a lot of our customers would expect I buy this course, do it for a few weeks, and then it's handled. Uh, But the reality with any product is that you have to keep working at it. You need ongoing support. Um, So that's the reason why, um, of course, some people cancel right away, but why some people stick with it for the long term. Um, For a while, Google was real, real tough on forced continuity programs. And uh, YouTube is, of course, part of Google, so they were tough on it as well. Um recently, though, I feel that things have changed. I'm working with some clients that are doing well with continuity offers, and I'm thinking about monitoring a continuity offer myself, where I think that business
0: model really may be making a comeback. What are examples of good YouTube vi- businesses that people could start that are not overwhelmingly difficult from a standpoint of needing a lot of money? Uh,
1: That's a really good question. I actually I wrote an entire book, uh, a chapter in my book about this, and I I developed a system called the six factor profitability test, where essentially you evaluate the business on uh, six different factors, Um, just to walk you through a few of the factors. one of the most important things for starting any business is going to be the gross profit margin. It's the factor that I think is really underrated um, for a lot of people starting businesses. But what I found is that if you're making, say, 95 cents back on every dollar of revenue before paying for the fixed cost of your business, it's much more likely to be a good business. On the other hand, if you're making 50 50- Uh, a 50% profit margin, or even worse, a 25% or 10% profit margin, it's going to be very, very difficult to afford advertising. People think they'll make it up in volume, but... They never do. In fact, their volume is usually less because they can't afford any advertising. Um, Another factor is the engagement on YouTube. Um, I I encourage people to start businesses on YouTube that are in highly engaged categories. Uh, For example, exercise, getting six-pack abs, fitness, that's obviously a highly engaged category. Many highly subscribed channels. Uh, Cosmetics is a highly engaged category. Entrepreneurship is a highly engaged category. There's some categories though, which could make good businesses outside of YouTube, but on YouTube specifically, um, they're not the best businesses. Uh, For example, let's say you had a toenail fungus cure. or like a yeast infection cure or something like that. Some type of product there's a lot of demand for, but it's embarrassing. Um, that type of product is gonna be a little bit harder to make work on YouTube, and you're probably gonna be better off advertising that on different ad networks. Uh, so so there's a bunch of different factors like this you can look at. Um, I encourage you, before you start any type of YouTube business, to do a real analysis, to really look at it uh, 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 over multiple different factors like this. And just to kind of give you a ballpark of some good businesses that I think for people to start, any type of cosmetics business, I think, is really good. Uh, any type of information product business where you're giving advice or uh, teaching people, for example, uh, how to date the opposite sex, how to make money, uh, how to lose weight. Any type of information products, I think, are good. Um, supplements, I think, are great as well. And there's there's many other industries. Services, um, If you're if you're doing consulting or if you're doing coaching, that's great as well. Those are just a few examples, but that's kind of the direction
0: you should be thinking in if you want to start a YouTube-based business. What's the actual dollar amount that someone needs to invest in starting a YouTube business? So, um, what what I would recommend, let's say
1: let's say if you if if money was no object and you're just testing out different ideas, I I would say the ideal amount of money to test out an idea would be thirty thousand dollars. Uh, basically, what I figure is that that gives you $25,000 to put into media to uh, buy the advertising with, and $5,000, which would pay for pretty much all the co- uh, other costs of the business. Now, a lot of people, Josh, that aren't familiar with our kind of business, they might be wondering how you can set up a whole business with $5,000. Um, but what I would encourage people to look at it as is you're not really setting up a business, you're, you're making a test. And if, you're, if this uh, tests well, then you're gonna go forward and invest in all the fixed costs to really build this business out. Uh, so, so basically to really build the business out, you would just need a basic camera, a basic microphone, um, and you would just need to pay someone to edit your first few, few commercials and your sales video. Um, the rest of it, I feel as much as possible, when you're starting a new business, you should concentrate your investment in the actual advertising. So that way, um, you get as good as a read as possible. Initially. I I know everybody listening to this right now may not have $25,000 to invest, but as close to that as you can get. Um, we, you can start a YouTube based business with very little money. I started mine with less than $10,000. So it is possible, but basically the closer you can get to that 25,000, the more of an advantage you're going to have in your initial media testing. Now let's say if you do put in that $25,000 and you, um, and you don't get good results at that point, I would encourage you to adjust the concept and not just go forward anyway, like most people do. On the other hand, if you get good results from that initial test, I, I would encourage you to really double down. Um, you might want to hire some employees, you might want to invest in some better filming equipment. Um, at this point, once you've validated the potential of the business, if you have the money, I would encourage really
0: putting the pedal to the metal and going all in at that point. Can you explain what that actual, What you mean by the actual test that the 25000 is buying, what the person is actually physically making for ads to test the business, and what does success or failure look like? Yeah, that's those are all really
1: great questions that a lot of people don't know. So, um, here, here's the method that I used for testing on YouTube. Um, so, what, what I'll do in the initial test is I'll make a batch of 10 YouTube commercials. A lot of people don't do this. They'll make one or two YouTube commercials, test those out. And if those don't work, uh, then they say, oh, like this business is meant for you. So what are you actually selling in those commercials? Um, back, back in my previous business, we were selling, of course, about six-pack abs. Uh, for, for my client's business, I have clients in different industries where I'm in personal development or in different other industries just basically selling their product. Um. The, the, the call to action that they could use in the videos, it could be either to go watch a sales video or what some of my clients use and what I've used myself to take a quiz. And the quiz kind of gives them a customized sales video that recommends different products based on their needs. Um, it, but just in terms of how to, how to test things out. So let's say, let's say you do have your $25,000 budget what I would do is I would make 10 different YouTube commercials, um, 10 commercials that are all pretty low budget, all really simple, but just basically testing out 10 different scripts. Um, what I would do is I would take that 25000 and allocate it among those 10 commercials as evenly as you can and to test out a variety of different targeting. Um, it, it's kind of a complex subject, but it, just to generalize from a big picture point of view, I, I would recommend focusing on the more specific uh, type forms of targeting that may not be as scalable, uh, but things that are going to get you ultra qualified, uh, very interested prospects in the beginning. Um, so basically, I would, I would use it the tightest targeting you can to start off with, test out 10 different commercials with approximately 2,500 per commercial. Um, in, in my experience, if you have a good copywriter and you're, and you're doing this whole process right, you'll usually get two or three commercials out of that that work on a small scale and usually one out of 10 for a good copywriter and a good uh, video editor and talent will work on a monster scale where you'll get millions of views and uh, it'll really drive the business. Um, So basically that's the process that I would, I would follow. If you test out 10 and none of them really takes off on a big scale, you probably need to adjust your concept. Um, On the other hand, if you get one hit out of those 10, then I would consider that a success. Just in terms of the success criteria, another really great question. A lot of people get wrong. So, uh, the, the mistake a lot of people make is that they do this initial test and they're like, okay, so if I spend 25 grand, I got to make at least 30 grand back for it to be successful. Uh, But that's actually not the case. Um, What I would say is that you should count on being able to improve the offer over time through testing on your webpage, through testing different ads, and you should probably count on a 30 to 40% improvement over the next few months if you're testing correctly. Um, So, in my opinion, if you made 20 grand back on that $25,000 test, that would indicate a success that you should double down on. Um, And again, just figuring with a 30 or 40% improvement, that's gonna take you over the top over time. Um, if you do make an immediate front end profit, like, um, this happens rarely, but there's been offers I've tested in the past where I spent that 25 and made 30 or 35 back with no testing right off the bat. That indicates a monster hit. If you you get that right off the bat, immediate profits with no testing,
0: then you should really, really double down because you probably have something really big. What was an example of an offer that right off the bat was profitable? Um...
1: Yeah, that might be that might be something that um just tr- the non-disclosure agreement i just want to make sure I'm, I'm i'm cool with the buyers of the company um i, I will say though that um if uh like you, you can kind of figure it out for yourself by so looking cate- at the project cate-
0: categorically what do you think are the best markets for someone to possibly test out offers so
1: i I think it, it, it kind of depends on how much money that you have. If, if you're dead broke right now, I think the best thing for yourself would be coaching or consulting. Uh, just because it doesn't require the investment of making anything, you can make money right away. Coaching it, or consulting it, in what field? Um... It would, um, I guess it would kind of depend on your expertise, but the, 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 where I see the highest uh, amounts of potential are uh, in the dating advice market. I think there's a a huge potential for advice there Um, in the business advice market and um, kind of like the make money online entrepreneurship market. That's another great, great place for coaching and consulting Um, marketing services, like what I do running an ad agency or giving marketing advice. Um, And then also health consulting, personal training, uh, dietitians, nutritionists, all those I think are are real great opportunities. Have you tried Instagram marketing? I have a little bit. With my last business, we would um, basically re-edit the YouTube commercials and put them on Instagram. We made a few original Instagram commercials as well. It it was always a small part, or not always, but for the, the past few years, it was a small part of our business, but nowhere near as big as YouTube.
0: So I'm sure you've heard as well these stories of where you see this fitness influencer on Instagram or social media and the person has millions of followers, but they actually are making like $200 a month. They make zero money. So people fall into this trap thinking if I only build my Instagram big enough, the money will come in. And what you're saying is uh, mathematically tested advertising through YouTube is a far better way.
1: Absolutely, and uh, that's just all too true. People assume that if you get a million followers or a million YouTube subscribers, you're going to be rolling in it, but it's just not true. There's people with millions of subscribers, huge communities online, that are basically barely making a middle class income. Um, so I would say that it's it's a part of the equation. And if that's your passion, you really just want to make content and put it out for free, that can be a part of it. Um, but I would encourage you to add advertising into the mix as well. You, you're never really going to do that well just Um, selling advertising to other businesses uh, unless you get really big like PewDiePie type of numbers uh, really where you're going to make where you're going to make money if you don't have a huge channel or a huge Instagram following is by selling your own product and you do that with advertising.
0: What's the next step that someone could take if they're thinking about starting an internet business they have realized what you have done and they want more information? So uh, the next step
1: would be to check out my website and to grab a free copy of my book. Um, I wrote a, a book called "The 15 Steps to Profitable YouTube Marketing," where it basically gives you my entire YouTube marketing method, start to finish. Um, even if you've never done YouTube marketing before the first few chapters, will walk you through the fundamentals and get you up and started to make a small scale profit. And if you're experienced the later chapters, will give you some advanced strategies to really take your campaigns to the next level. Um, so it's free on my website. Just go to socialresponsemarketing.com and uh, all you have to do is pay for the shipping and I'll ship you out a book.
0: Dan, obviously you built a very successful business online with six pack shortcuts and ads over 40 and these fitness courses and supplements via youtube but if you go back to the core of the business what do you think is the most important to make sure that you're hiring the right people in the beginning uh
1: that's another great question so um this is something that i struggled with in the beginning but i figured out a process which i continue to use to this day it's worked a lot better for me Um, essentially what I've found is that the, the reason why I was making so many mishires in the beginning was that I was hiring too fast. The ideal process for getting people, I believe is that Um, You put out a job ad get at least 100 resumes of those 100 resumes you do 10 first round interviews of the 10 first round interviews you do three second round interviews and then of the three second round interviews you assign two test projects. Um, Whoever does the best job with this test project is the one that you ultimately give the, um, the permanent position to. Uh, So I know that's, that's a ton of stuff. I know if you're a busy business owner, it's unrealistic to do that many interviews and spend this much time on hiring and also do all the other things you need to do that's why i feel it's one of the most important hires that you can make in the beginning of your business is someone who can do these first round interviews for you um someone in the beginning if you're hiring for a low level position this could just be a trusted assistant who knows your business if you're hiring for higher level positions this will have to be an executive like a, a coo type of person um but basically someone who can conduct a competent first round interview who can screen resumes as well where all you're doing is you're showing up for your three final round interviews Selecting the two people for the test project and then evaluating test project results. Um, So if you want to hire people, that'd that'd be my number one tip for everybody out there. Get someone who can do first round interviews for you and implement that three step hiring process.
0: How much does a good hire add to profitability of your business and how much does a bad hire hurt the profitability of your business?
1: Yeah, um, it's it's difficult to estimate, but we know that it, we know that it can be really huge. Um, for example, um, I, I've I've made bad hires in the past where um, uh, where, for example, I've hired somebody who embezzled money for me, and it ended up costing me three hundred thousand dollars just in that embezzlement. Not to mention the um, the disruption in the business where you know, for we had to like focus on this for months. We probably lost hundreds of thousands because of that. Um, on the other hand, though, I've hired some people that have gone on to manage 1000000 dollar ad campaigns, really hands off where they were basically driving millions of dollars in revenue for the business with very little involvement on my side. Um, so obviously if you just hire that type of person from the beginning, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, but I, I think basically, even though you can't calculate it exactly like the return on the ad campaign, I I would just have that in your mind that a bad person hiring could be catastrophic and the the best person could really bring in millions. Um, so if you need to move bad people out of the business, even if it costs you 10 or 20 or even $30,000 for the right person, it, it could be worth it. And on the other hand, if you do get the feeling that you have the right person, It's worth whatever it takes to hold on to them. I will say though, I'm talking about the extremes. Um, Most of the impact of your employees and your team will be made by the extremes. Uh, Most people will kind of break even. I would say the middle 80% of people will either make you a small profit or kind of break even on what you're paying them what's most important to pay attention to is the bottom 10% and the top 10%. You, you really got to make sure that bottom 10% that you move them out before they can cause damage and the top 10% that are causing those outsized profits. You just really got to make sure you hold on to them.
0: Awesome. Uh, just two final questions. If you had to recommend a general business book that you think is the best book other than your own, what would it be?
1: Hmm. So I would say that the best business book that I've read is um, Positioning by Al Reese and Jack Trout. So this book is about marketing, but it's uh, more about marketing strategy and not so much about specific tactics of certain platforms. now, I've learned a lot of great things from that book. The most important being uh, kind of the, the primary saying that, uh, that he emphasizes, which is that it's better to be first than this to be better. Uh, the idea of this book is that if there's an established um, dominant competitor in the market, if there's somebody that people are already buying from, you shouldn't go directly at that category and be perceived as a me too product. Um, instead, you should position your product as being in a different adjacent category, and then you can gradually move people over from the main industry. Um, so he goes, more into depth into it. Uh, But basically it's a great book about marketing strategy, how to position your product and your company. So that way any tactics you use will work better.
0: For someone that has listened to this and they've listened to other podcast episodes and they've heard from people that are multimillionaires from all different businesses, why should they go into a YouTube based business like you did as opposed to another industry? So
1: I think there's a few different reasons. Um, First of all, if you were thinking about starting any type of brick and mortar business or any business where you have a big payroll, uh, we're recording this during the coronavirus lockdowns. And this crisis has kind of shown the weakness of those types of business models. Uh, If anybody was thinking about renting an office or uh, taking on a big payroll or starting that type of business, I I think the coronavirus crisis shows the weakness of that type of business model. Um, so, obviously, a YouTube based business is better because it's an online business in that way. But why is YouTube better than other online uh, businesses? A couple different reasons. I would say um, the reason why I chose to start a YouTube based business and why I think other people should as well is that there's much less sophisticated competition on YouTube when you're advertising in the ad auction. When you're going on Facebook, because so many people are advertising on Facebook and because so many people have been successful with it in the past, you're gonna have to be really good at what you do to make a profit. Now, obviously you gotta know what you're doing on YouTube as well, but from what I've noticed, the quality of the advertisers is much lower on YouTube. It's much easier to make better creative, Um, and from the ad accounts that I've seen, um, because I consult with people, I've seen uh, maybe 30 or 40 different Google Ads accounts, Um, and from what I've seen, the targeting on these Google Ads accounts is typically significantly less sophisticated than the targeting on the client's Facebook accounts. Uh, so, so basically, I would encourage you to go into YouTube because you can start it with low fixed costs, you don't have to have a big payroll in an office. And also because it's realistic for you to do better than the competition,
0: even if you have little online advertising experience. Awesome. Dan, that's our end of our 30 minutes of multi-millionaire secrets. Thanks so much for uh, coming on the podcast and congratulations on building a multi-million dollar business and future success. Hey, thank you. Really appreciate you having me on and congratulations to you as well for all your success.